Welcome to another episode of the Got To Be Real podcast, a show that informs and explores the people and places that make Chicago great. Good afternoon. This is Jesse Trevino. I'm here with Nathan Cowan. Oh, yeah. Did I just wake you up? Nope. <laughs> there was a pause. Steve Abrams. Hey. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Uh, we've, we're kicking off a new segment called Table Topics. Table Topics. Who's excited? So excited. (laughs) We're so excited the table's raising. There's a lot happening right now. uh, And so we wanted, you know, probably the top news here is that Amazon headquarters H2 has not decided on Chicago officially. That's right. And they're going out east. How do we feel about that? Uh, I I mean, I felt like I kind of saw it coming, right? I mean, the chances of them coming here were pretty slim anyway. I wasn't... You think? I I thought so. I don't know. I mean... It was like a double-sided, you know, you could see because McDonald's and Google and all, you know, all these big companies coming in that mm-hmm. why wouldn't you? This is the new, I mean, this right. seems like it's the the hottest spot for business in the country right now. But the other side is like, do you want to follow the pack or do you want to try and go somewhere different, you know, separate, you know, you're competing with all these other employees for housing and things like that. Do you want to do go into the center of all that mess? So I, I don't know. I thought it was, I was expecting either way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um Plus, I don't, I don't know how I feel about giving them a hundred or one point five billion dollar in incentives. Right. I mean, it's the it's a lot. One of the most profitable companies in history. Why would you? So I don't know. That was me. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I think um, I think it's great. Uh, it's great for wherever it goes, and I think uh, Long Island City is a logical choice. It is an underdeveloped area. Uh, very close to two major airports and obviously on the East Coast. Uh, I'm not really clear on um, how they're sharing what will happen in, what is it, Crystal City, Virginia? Yeah, uh, I think that's is that where, Or West Virginia or Virginia. How they're going to share that, but that is obviously not too far from D.C. Also close to that area. I think it's, um, I think it makes sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. That certainly doesn't mean that down the road Mm -hmm. there could be yet a third or a fourth or whatever. Um, And I I think, you know, honestly, um, this is an election year here in Chicago, and uh, Mayor Emanuel has indicated that he's not running, as we know, and everyone has thrown their hat in and more are throwing their hats in. Right. And perhaps he knew this was coming and, uh, you know, might feel on some level that, he lost the deal or that the deal wasn't coming and that he would be blamed for oh, it. Oh, you or, mean if he like re like if he ran again? Yeah, that it would it, it could be used against him. So I think that I think there are a number of things that that went into that. But um now of course a lot of the people here are like, you know, big deal. We didn't want it anyway. We don't and, want you guys anymore. You know, right, right, so right. and we still have I mean we still have Amazon right. hubs. You know, there's still plenty right. of Amazon workers here in Chicago and the right. suburbs. Uh, you know, so we still have Amazon company and business here. Mm-hmm. I, I would say, you know, one thing that would have definitely locked them into Chicago is if the boring company had their tube in from the loop oh. to you and O'Hare. Tube. I think that would, I mean, right? That would have locked it in. 
That's a good point. Most innovative city in Chicago with a tube for transportation from the Loop to O'Hare. Mm-hmm. That and like just the the hot spot that Chicago is on the world scale. Scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got talent galore, uh, culturally super rich with arts and 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 everything that's there. And uh, in comparison to real estate, we we have affordable housing in Chicago, much more affordable than a few other markets in the United States, right? Many other markets. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I look at that on paper, like the born and raised Chicago in me is like, why wouldn't you pick Chicago? To, to I mean, that's a, that's a really good point. Housing in Chicago compared to most other major cities right. is really affordable. Right. We so. should pull that stat. I think we read someplace that we're like, uh, we're only like the 12th most expensive in the country. Uh, well, I'll look it up and post uh-huh. it on our Facebook page just to, yeah. just to confirm. Yeah, yeah. They, there was there was a report that came out that, you know, they I think they listed the top 15 cities and Chicago was the only city that was deemed undervalued. Right. Every other city mm-hmm. was overvalued. Uh, I think two were neutral, and then Chicago was the only undervalued major city in, in the right. U.S. Yeah, I mean that says a lot for, especially for what we have. It's interesting reading uh, Sam Zell. Sam Zell is a mm-hmm. re- is one of the premier real estate tycoons um, of several years ago, and still is very very active and owned for a while the Tribune and the Cubs, and actually is a distant is a not that distant ex relative of mine. Oh no way. Um, yeah, um, he was quoted. Um, and told an audience in Chicago that Chicago was the last place Amazon should consider for its new headquarters because of the legacy of political and fiscal dysfunction in the city and state, which is really... True. True. (laughs) (laughs) It makes a lot of sense. Sam's got a very good point there. They were looking at the abandoned Michael Reese Hospital, which would have been a wonderful use for that. Absolutely. It 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 does not diminish its its prestige and its opportunity for the right company. And I'm sure someone will grab it up, um, some big tech company or, or, or something else. Yeah, I agree. So, so yeah. Um, Good riddance. On that same uh, token in terms of like historically corrupt uh, government, <laughs> we just had our, uh, our uh, we've got a new governor. Election just happened. Was that last week? Yeah. yeah. My God. So J.B. Prisker is the new governor-elect uh, as of uh, January, I think, right? January 21st. Mm-hmm. January. Congratulations to Bruce Rauner for not doing anything, getting him thrown in jail. It's a rare thing in Illinois. He made it. Governor That's right. We have a legacy. I mean, we could we <laughs> do. It's like a board game. There's like how many oh, how many ex-governors uh, can you throw in jail from the state of Illinois? And, and the answer is a, a, a lot. A lot. <laughs> right, right. So we've got J.B. Pritzker and, you know, another one of the table topics, and it's sort of resonates with us as realtors, is the issue uh, and discussion about rent control. Mm-hmm. So in 1997, uh, Illinois passed legislation, legislation uh, forbidding rent control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's been a lot of conversation over at least the last two years. And uh, J.B. Prisker in particular is in favor of at least having the discussion, at least giving the power back, in my opinion, from the state level to the cities, the local cities to, to sort of have this conversation. So uh, this is a heated debate because I think uh, we're almost we're not equally split in the room because it's three of us. But we've got strong opinions on both sides of the aisle. So uh, uh, at, as we get into this, check us out on Facebook. Uh, got to be real podcast and leave your comments. Tell us what side of the aisle you sort of sit on this uh, uh, discussion. And if you have ideas on, you know, solutions. So, Nathan, what's what's your take on rent control? Let's start with you, buddy. Why are we, st- are we starting with me? <laughs> um, Being so, polite. So um, I agree. I, th- I am all for having the discussion. 
but I am on the side of no rent control. I don't, I, I mean, I, I definitely understand how rising rents can push people out of neighborhoods and there has to be a way to stop that, but it can't be local government telling people what they can and can't charge for an investment. Um, I mean, it's, I know they have this in San Francisco and New York, um, but if you look, there are a lot of kind of smaller mom and pop investors who basically get run out of business because as your property value increases, your taxes increase, but if you can't raise your rents to keep up with those payments, there will be a tipping point where you won't be able to afford that investment any, any longer. And for me, real estate is a really fantastic way for anybody to create a retirement, right? I mean, mm-hmm. maybe someone doesn't make you know, two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars a year. Maybe they make fifty thousand for a household. Well, they can put money away. They can buy rental properties in the in the suburbs. You know, eight thousand dollars down and build that up over time, and it becomes you know an investment property that helps them retire. So, yeah, I just I don't like the idea of of not being able to raise rents if you have to to support your investment. So, so with that, I would say that I'm I'm on the other side of that discussion. I'm I'm for it. Um, definitely having a discussion, of course. But then I think you know you brought up a point about uh, you know the landlord affording their bill, mm-hmm. and a big portion of that is property tax. So if you know if there's and you know and I'm not an expert on this subject, but if if there's a cap or some incentive like not you know increasing property taxes on some of these buildings where the landlord wants to be socially conscious, socially responsible, and say you know what I'm going to limit my rent so that people who have been in a neighborhood for 20 plus years and don't want to leave the community because all the other properties are going up and they can't afford other places they can stay here. Maybe the city you know gives out that incentive of like, we're gonna, we're gonna freeze your property tax for this building because you are doing something good for the community and letting people stay here that want to stay here. Um, so there's, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of economics behind all of this, right? And so uh, that, you know, I know there's other solutions, but I think, I think the cities need to have that power to decide on their own and, and not let the state in general tell us that we can't mm-hmm. even talk about it. Yeah, I think I you know, I see both sides. Um clearly I see both sides. Um my personal opinions are that uh rent control is a great thing. Um it, what it does and I think that there could be some confusion over this that it does not limit what the rent can be. It limits how much the rent can increase year after year. And it's in the landlord and owner's best interest to to have good tenants if tenants pay their rent on time if they're if they're good tenants you're going to want to keep them and you're going to want to keep that down but you see what happens in New York you know you, there are great tenants that stay in these buildings and when they leave a building when they leave a unit the rent jumps up a lot it jumps up to market or close to market and then again it is subject to rent control where it's it's a percentage of its increase. I'm not sure of the specifics, um, you know, and how that works. It has not. Look at how booming the real estate market is in New York. You look at how booming where there is rent control. The real estate market is in San Francisco. It could be in Denver. It may be in other cities. There's been a 21 year ban on rent control in Chicago. Um, I think that you know 
all social inequities start with the access to affordable housing. And uh, I think that that is really one of the, uh, the, the, the leverage points of society. And people need to have affordable housing. And people have worked very hard to have housing and have come to this country and have, have worked hard. And they deserve fair housing and equal housing. And that's a certain, you know, uh, tenant to our profession, which is the Fair Housing Act. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, in my opinion, it extends to affordable housing as well. So I think it's a, I think it's a really good thing. I don't think it's going to have – it's an adjustment. Everybody freaked out when restaurants went non-smoking and everything went non-smoking and that it was going to kill the restaurant industry and it was going to kill bars and no one's going to come out. And now it's great. Well, now I more I didn't people, freak out. I love that. But, but a lot of people did. <laughs> and, I was, and I was a smoker at the time. I loved it. <laughs> and you remember that. I mean, you know, I mean, you go – it's funny. When I travel and go to – where was I? Uh, in the south, in Fort Lauderdale a couple years ago or in Atlanta – you go into a bar, and certainly in Vegas, you go into a bar and you smell like smoke, you know, and it's just so funny. And and now in in every other city, essentially, you're you're outside, you you know, you you leave the restaurant and you walk through a cloud of smoke. It's really funny to get fresh air. You can't get fresh air outside. Jumping back real quick, though, wouldn't what if instead of doing rent control, you did the co-op? I mean, we had a, a episode where we talked about co-ops. Right. You know, with Pilsen, there's a group that's trying to put a co-op together because. Pilsen seeing property values rise and people that have been there for two and three generations. I mean, that's an option that I think would work because you could then put it on a specific building and you don't mm-hmm. have to regulate the entire city. Right. So you could put buildings in every neighborhood. You you know, you wouldn't have to keep people away from even every block. Right. But again, it's not that blanket everybody has to follow this rule that the government sets. That's the only thing that I worry about. Yeah. And you know that it doesn't have to be a blanket either. Like it could be, you know, certain zones or maybe there's a zoning created, a new zoning created within every neighborhood where there is rent controlled, uh, you know, allowed. I mean, there's, there's definitely flexibility and, you know, and I think the government needs to step in a little bit. I mean, we, the government sort of, uh, you know, and I talk about little government, like big government, but we've got, you know, laws about minimum wages, right? And yeah. so that's there right. so to sort of help folks that can't help themselves in many ways. There is, a, again, this is a social conscience that I that I think is important and lacking in, in, mm-hmm. in serving community. And so a, a, a form of rent control, whether, I mean, and the word control is pretty strong language, right? So if we define it, we have the discussion, we take it to the table at the city councils, I think there's a solution to be had. Yeah, I don't think it's an issue that is going to be decided at the ballot. I think it, at the ballot box, I think it will be decided, you know, in capital um, and, you know, I think it's it, it's a win-win for, you know, for young people, for families with young children to be raised with a diverse, on every level background, socioeconomic, cultural, you know, um, heritage. I think it's it, it's only it's only a benefit. And um, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think that people will still, properties will still appreciate, that rents will still appreciate, you know, but just um, some of these people that are gouging, I think it really, it, it it's time. Uh, what about tax control? That sounds, yeah, that sounds like a good one. idea, right? Well, that's another one. That's Let's a whole other that. issue. I'll, I'll awesome. vote for that. <laughs> I'll you vote know, for that. I'll, I'm down with rent control if... There's the government control. guarantees that my taxes won't go up right. a certain percentage every year. 
So let's talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I think you bring up a valid point. And just uh, briefly, you know, I, I don't have children, I, uh, but I, I want to have great schools because everyone benefits oh, yeah. from that. Um, you know, I, 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 no one likes paying taxes, but um, I, I believe that uh, the gov- that there's a need for it because it does cover, you know, various current existing services, police, fire, mail, schools, and also additional, um, you know, social service, mm-hmm. um, you know, funding and, and, and programs. But, um, but I think that using, you know, property taxes to fix things like pensions and things that are, that should have been fixed differently is not the way to go about it. Agreed. Well, well, we want to hear from you guys out there. Jump on our Facebook page, Got To Be Real Podcast. Tell us your thoughts. Um, Should city uh, instill or have the discussion about rent control? And, you know, how do you feel about it? Send us your ideas, post your comments. Check us out on SoundCloud. You can stream us there and on iTunes. And until next time, see you later. Okay, well, thanks for listening. And again, you can find all of us, my co-hosts, Nathan Cowan, Jesse Trevino and me, Steve Abrams, through our Got To Be Real Facebook page. And Got To Be Real is recorded live at Mystery Street Recording Company in the heart of Lakeview of Chicago and is your best guide and conversation starter for all things Chicago with a little real estate thrown in. Got To Be Real is produced by its hosts, us, Nathan Cowan, Jesse Trevino, and Steve Abrams. And we are all licensed realtors at Century 21 SGR in Chicago's West Loop. We can be reached at Got To Be Real Podcast on Facebook. Please send us your suggestions, comments, questions, and ideas for upcoming topics for shows, and let us know if you'd like to be featured on an episode as well. Be sure to tell your friends about the podcast, and again, thanks for listening. And of course, if you are looking to buy or sell some property, be sure to contact us at Got To Be Real Podcast on Facebook. 